Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you are well. So we have breaking news in the real estate market. Some new data has come to the surface that suggests the real estate market has already been crashing, but they have been cooking the books through financial engineering to make it seem as though the housing market, the prices are going up when in reality, they're going down. I like to call it the Enron real estate market that we have in the United States. Let's first and foremost go over to a clip from one of my favorite podcasts. It's called Forward Guidance. And a guy by the name of Jack Farley does this. And if you guys don't watch this podcast or listen to it, I would highly recommend it. It's fantastic. But he's talking to a gentleman, a market analyst named Warren Pies. And they discuss something that I didn't even know about. It's called a mortgage rate buy-down. Hopefully I'm getting that right. A mortgage, yes, a mortgage rate buy-down. And I didn't even know this was a thing. But when I started listening to this and connecting some dots, I realized that this is really propping up the market. And these mortgage rate buy-downs that these home builders have been giving are quickly going away. And they'll discuss that in this clip. But also, this has been giving us a mirage that the market, is even in nominal prices, is staying flat, maybe even going up. When in reality, it, even without adjusting for inflation, the nominal prices have been coming down. And because it's not in that headline number, although it's the reality of the situation, the mainstream media isn't talking about it at all. This is really shocking stuff. So let's go over to this clip first, and then we're going to look at a few charts, and then we're going to go over to Wolf Street and kind of connect the dots for you guys. Single family has held in mostly because if you think about single family home market, public builders who their stocks been on fire. So you think about Lennar, Pulte, uh, DR Horton, those, they make 50, they, they produce 50% of single family homes in the United States, publicly traded builders. Uh, they are able, they finance those, those houses themselves there. And, and so they're, they're able to buy down the rates. That's been a big factor. So they're able to, it's ultimately just an incentive. You can see this in builder margins. And this is why we think that as mortgage rates hit 8%, that's where uh, the margin that's available for these builders to buy down those rates, that becomes it gets impacted. If you listen to the calls, the builders say, okay, this is where we're going to start um, backing down on activity. Uh, a lot of things happen around this 8% mortgage rate. Sorry, Warren. So, so people say uh, 8% is going to slow down the housing market or 7% mortgage rate is going to slow down the uh, housing market. To the extent that it hasn't, it's because home builders are eating the loss. They're saying, oh, we'll give you a 4% mortgage or we'll, you know, we'll take the hit of the spread between the 8% and the 4%. As so before they go on, I mean, this is a great point. I want to uh, highlight the fact that demand right now is at an all-time low. And everyone talks about, oh, the supply side, the supply side, the supply side. Well, yeah, that's fine. But unless you have prices skyrocketing, if supply is all-time low, that means demand is also at an all-time low. Because if we didn't have demand at an all-time low, what would prices be doing? They would be going to the moon, to infinity and beyond. They'd be pulling a Buzz Lightyear. So Jack points out, and uh, this gentleman Warren Pies points out, that one of the things that's allowing the demand to stay even where it is, demand would be even lower, which would bring nominal prices down, or at least put price uh would put pressure on nominal prices. The fact that these home builders are trying to unload inventory as fast as they possibly can because they got to churn and burn, baby. They can't sit on inventory. So a lot of the buyers are coming to them and saying, hey, I'd love to buy your house, but I can't because I could afford the monthly payment at 4%, but now that interest rates 
or now that mortgage rates are at 8%, I can no longer afford that house. So the more the uh, homeowners, excuse me, home builders are coming out and saying, fine, we'll, we'll solve that problem for you. We'll go ahead and bring your interest rate from 8% all the way down to, let's say, 4%. So how do they do that? They just prepay the interest. They prepay the interest enough to where the interest cost out of pocket for the seller, excuse me, the buyer, getting things confused here, the buyer would be at that rate or at basically that monthly payment that they can afford. But if you think about it, this is just financial engineering. This is nonsense because, and what Warren points out here in a moment is that effectively what the home builders are doing is they're just dropping the price. They're just dropping the price by $50,000. It's like either do you want to pay the 500 grand for the house or uh, do you want to pay, or excuse me, do you want to pay 450,000 for the house and have an 8% mortgage rate so you can afford the monthly payment? Or do you want to pay 500 grand for the house and we'll take care of $50,000 worth of the interest payment so you can afford the monthly payment? At the end of the day, it's the exact same thing, but it's way different for comps. You see, this is where it gets fascinating. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Let's go over some more details of these mortgage rate buy downs prior to going over to Wolf Street and then looking at how this impacts the other 140 million homes that we call the real estate market or the housing market as well as the fact that the existing home market is the volumes are down because everyone wants to, who has a low mortgage is going to stay, stay in, in their homes, but the buy downs are unsustainable. They're unsustainable. So there it's ultimately just, a, it's, there is no difference in a mortgage buy down economically speaking to a, to a builder when you really just strip it away from just discounting the price of the house. Yes. It, it's just an incentive. That's the key guys. There's no difference from a mortgage rate buy down. There's no difference between that and just discounting the price of the house, except for the sale price is much higher, which does what it impacts the comps. And the price of the real estate market, the housing market, is set at the margin. So if it's artificially boosting the comps, what's it doing to all the equity for the 140 million homes that are not for sale? You see, it's artificially boosting that. And to Warren's point, this game of musical chairs is coming to an end very, very quickly. Because this is just simply discounting the price, at a certain point, if mortgage rates go over 8%, let's say, they cannot discount the price enough to incentivize that buyer to buy because it starts eating away at their margin to the point where they're losing money and you can't make that up on volume, right? Because they're discounting the price effectively, they can only do that so much. 
Because again, let's use the example of that house that's $500,000. Okay, well, you can discount it by 50 grand, but if your out-of-pocket cost to build is 400, well, you can't discount it more than $100,000. And Warren's point is to get the interest rates as mortgage rates go above 8%, these home builders cannot discount it enough to get that rate down for the buyer to the point where they can afford it without having to take a loss on the house. So again, the bottom line here is this game of musical chairs that has been artificially propping up the market as far as the demand side, even though demand is at an all-time low, is coming to an end very, very soon, assuming that mortgage rates stay as high as they are, if not go higher. Now, on that note, let me stop the screen share and let's uh, switch it over to Wolf Street, where this dynamic gets even more interesting or maybe scary is the right word. Mortgage rate buy-downs by home builders are now all the rage. And this is a couple months ago. Uh, yeah, about a month and a half ago. Lowering effective house prices in a big way. Here's the key, guys. But don't get picked up by housing price data. You see, to Warren's point, this is a discount, but they're not discounting the price. They're only discounting the interest rate, which is the exact same thing. So if they didn't go through this financial engineering and all these shenanigans, the price at which these homes are selling would be way lower than what they seem to be by just looking at the price that the home builders have on their books. You see, again, they didn't really sell the house for 500 grand. They really sold it for 450. But let's go through this article here. Sales of existing homes have plunged by 25% in the same period uh, when they compared 2018-19 with today, 2023. And in 2023, they're 32% lower than the same period from 2021. So they talk about how the plunge in sales might be okay with potential buyers, but not okay with home builders because they have to churn and burn. They cannot sit on inventory. So the pricing data that we have from the Census Bureau or the Case-Shiller about sales of new single-family houses, in other words, the prices of, this, of, of what these homes are selling for, does not include the cost of the mortgage rate buy-down. So the takeaway here, guys, is if we go over to the Case-Shiller Home Price Index right here, and uh, this is adjusted for inflation. What you see is that housing prices peaked out in, let's just call it April of 2022. Since that time, they are down. Now, they have gone up slightly over the last few months, but they are down when you adjust for inflation. But that's not taking into consideration the actual price that they're clearing for when you include this mortgage rate buy-down. So if home prices have gone down by this much, as indicated by this chart, let me maybe zoom in on that so you guys can see it better. So if the prices have gone down this much, in reality, without these the financial engineering, the Enron real estate market, if you will, housing prices would be way lower, way lower, because that $500,000 house actually sold for 450000 and therefore that would impact the comps on the entire neighborhood. And the comps on the entire neighborhood dictate the value of the other homes in the neighborhood that are not for sale. Therefore, the individual homeowner's equity, 
therefore their purchasing power. You see, this has massive knock-on effects, but it's happening in stealth. Nobody realizes it because they just look at this number and see, oh, well, housing prices are, are kind of flat. No, they're not. They're way, 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 way down when you consider these mortgage rate buy-downs or just this financial engineering. That's effectively the exact same thing that Enron was doing back in the early 2000s before they went bust. So this is definitely something to consider when we hear a lot of the bulls say, well, you know, they just pound the table on supply, 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 as though that's the only thing that matters. But what we have to realize, two things here, two, ta two main takeaways from this video is number one, that the demand is at all-time lows, but that's most likely going even lower if interest rates stay at the level where they are right now, at least mortgage rates stay there, because these home builders can no longer afford to extend these incentives to basically dupe the buyers into buying at these high prices just because they can afford the monthly payment. So that's the only way that you have demand as high as it is right now. So that's going away. So you would assume that demand would go even lower, which would have a negative impact on even nominal prices. But it's not just that. It's also the fact that when you look at the real number as to what housing prices are doing, not just the headline numbers, what they sell for, but what they would really sell for without the financial shenanigans, then that would take even nominal prices down year over year. And then the kicker is when you actually add for the rate of inflation, now they're way down. And a lot of people like to think that during the GFC, that housing prices went down like one year by 50%. That's not how it works, guys. That's not how it works. It took six years for heaven's sakes. And right off the top of my head, I think the maximum drawdown we had in the real estate market in any year while it was going down from 2006 to 2012 was maybe 20%. I don't even think it was that high. Maybe 15%. So if you look at the drawdown that we would have just over the last year, at right now, you know, going back to 2022, I'll bet you in, in nominal terms, if you got rid of this mortgage-backed buy-down nonsense and actually saw the real price that it was moving for, as far as these, this housing inventory, you would see that prices would probably, even nominal price would be down by maybe 10%. And then when you include inflation, now all of a sudden we're down, let's call it 13, 14, 15%, which would be right in line with what we saw during the GFC. So it's like all these commentators are out there saying how the, the real estate market is resilient, resilient, resilient. Re resilient, how do you figure? Just because it hasn't gone down by 50% in the last year, that means that it's resilient? No, 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 no. Let's just do an ounce, a shred of critical thinking here. And when you do that, and we just look just barely past the headline numbers, you see that even in nominal terms, prices have started to come down. Exactly what happens at the beginning of a, let's just to be very, very uh, subtle about it, what happens at the beginning of a real estate downturn. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism, and accurate, honest data, for heaven's sakes.
not the Enron type of data that we have right now in the unemployment market and the real estate market. <laughs> That's what I'm going to start referring all the data that comes from the government and all the housing market data. It's just data straight from Enron, right? They, we, we've, we've, uh, we've brought them back from the dead and they are now giving us all of the headline numbers that we see on mainstream media. Anyway, guys, enjoy the rest of your day, and we'll see you in the next video.